Steven Seagal no. vehicles. No. Endless amounts of Steven Seagal. Thank God. Bad. This is an early one, right? I have the yeah. directorial debut. We haven't hit the early 2000s Seagal's really that much. We've done a lot later Which Seagal's. version of Seagal is that? That's like Black Seagal, I think. Oh, wow. Is like that version. This is Native American Seagal. This is definitely He's young and hot in this movie. Young, thin, hot. Super thin. Yep. It's Friday, folks. It is. Hot Boy Shane the Cannibal Mike G. We're reviewing Hi. On Deadly Ground. Wow. The 1994 Steven Seagal directorial debut. He also stars in the film. Of course he, he does. also stars the likes of John C. McGinley. From Scrubs fame. Yep. Sir Michael Caine. Billy Bob Thorne's in it for shit. two minutes. Josie Packer left the doorknob in the Great Northern to make an appearance. So that's who that was? Kinda, I thought, yeah, okay. It's, it's, it, was a, it was a good cast. I actually have to ask who Bob uh, Billy Bob Thornton was. I didn't even... So at the end of the he movie... He is uh, like comic relief. Yeah, somewhere. he's comic relief. At the end of the movie, he talks about like, do you think it's more badass or something if the stock is in the gun? That's out? him? That's, uh, Billy, that's Bob Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Bro, I did not even notice What's that. What's his best... Uh, performance you think bad santa people will say bad santa um, i'm not the biggest billy bob fan to be honest so i'm not like married to anything that he's yeah. ever done wasn't he in that baseball movie what bad was news that? bears remake actually wasn't he great in that season of fargo oh yeah I he was actually that was probably the, my favorite thing he's ever done he was really he was yeah. the serial killer the murderer yep or really that was my favorite watch thing that. he's ever done confirmed he's oh you've never seen fargo no, no that's a show you would actually love Brian, do me a favor and pop on on deadly ground Oh yeah, you're right. Let me, we're, let's throw that on. Actually, did you? We watched this last. Did week. you mention Ar Arley? Oh, Arley, Arley Ermy. Ermy, the guy right. that plays a mercenary. No, I did not. That's a good call. Because he's he's Full Metal Jacket, uh, yeah. uh, Texas Chainsaw remake. Oh shit! It had such a sick. Oh cast. yeah, fuck yeah. That guy's awesome. He's incredible. he plays a psychopath in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Plays a psychopath. He actually plays himself in like every movie. <laughs> you don't know him. I do. Well, he's personally he's dead now. <laughs> oh, if I remember correctly, I hope I didn't just kill another man. Let's find out. Did that kill him? So let's talk. No, on, he is dead. On deadly ground mm. is the story of Steven Seagal, who apparently does everything. This man is a, like classic fashion for Steven Seagal. You can't find him in any index because he's a government. He comes in and he just cleans house, does whatever they need to do. Uh, I don't even. They, they give you no background on him. You because just know he's got this special ops training. That's the thing. It's every Steven Seagal movie. He doesn't have a background because he is so secretive. He's <laughs> and fucking, so under the radar. No one knows his background. He's so fucking untouchable. It's crazy. Okay. So he does this thing where he's called in to be a demolitions <laughs> person for an oil rig that's on fire is the mm -hmm. very beginning of the movie apparently this is what he does he's called in by the company i forgot the name of the company i know the name is like the aegis one for their new oil rig but i forgot the name of michael kane's company i don't remember but you're right it is the aegis one as the is the oil rig so they call him in and then he basically takes this fire and does something i didn't know was humanly possible <laughs> but it must be an oil thing he straps it with explosives it blows up and the fire goes away please explain to me i can't i can't do it i had I, no idea what happened but it bald worked. eagle everyone's happy about it on the way back there's so the whole like the story just to get into the thick of it this company is very rich they want to make more money but also it seems like they may be causing these issues 
only to rectify them. I don't know why. They were saying it could have been like the person that was there, like the old guy that had the preventions there. Yeah, so what it what it what it came down to is they needed to get the rig up and running at a t- in a certain time. Otherwise, the natives would get the land back. So the only parts they were able to get were the defective parts because the other parts were put on a 30-day delay. So they were just going to use the defective parts just to get it up and running so they didn't lose the land back to the natives. Got Good it. job. Good job, bro. I hey, Brian. attention. Shane really loves it. He, gets, he really nails these Steven Seagal films. Oh, yeah. He's super into it. You think at, like, Maybe a different life. Shane would be like an evil, like oil tycoon type guy. I could see him doing that. I'd love for him to do that, but I don't think he could wear one of those big, like longhorn hats. No, what, one of my Daniel Day Lewis and There Will Be Blood. Yeah. Um, I drink your milkshake. Oh. I drink it. I have a straw, and my straw goes into your milkshake, and I drink it up. Oh my God. That, did you go method right there? It, I thought I did pretty good, honestly. It um, honestly the, wasn't terrible. An oil man. When you first started it, I was like, this is going to be really terrible. But it wasn't. Yeah. See? I can do accents. Also, <laughs> Steven Seagal in this movie is a firefighter, right? They kind of allude to the fact that he, he does, fights uh, fires. He does everything, dude. There's yeah. nothing he doesn't do. Yeah, they start off like he's a firefighter. But like at, at some point... When the when the mercenaries Ermi like investigates him, he's like, "This man does everything." Yeah, There's no, this is the man that they call in to solve everything. There is no history about him. You will not find it. He created history. He's done everything. Yeah, but You're yeah. Right. So like, Seagal is just like immediately suspicious of his employers at this oil company, and obviously, even in the pressers, like they're trying to push the Aegis One. Like you said, like there's a deadline. Either the natives will take it or he'll take it. I think Mr. Takai, who is the dude? Why am I thinking George Takai? It's not. <laughs> it's not. The dude in the, the yeah. press conference is like, we're going to get this land. He's like, uh, no, you are not. Michael Caine is pretty good in this movie, though. He's a good villain, I'd say. Um, can we talk about how he wears Native American garb the shit. entire movie, Steven Seagal? And he has like a ponytail to make him and look he's like got Native a American. perpetual yeah. squint going on his <laughs> eyes. Just, he never fully opens his eyes are, the whole movie. There are times where things explode or he does good things and he stares directly into the camera and smirks and I'm not going to lie. You got off. I might have. Hey, Hugh. <laughs> he, he calls him Hugh like seven times. Hugh, what are you doing, Hugh? <laughs> um, I, I do, this is at least, Seagal is very, I can understand Seagal in this movie. Yeah, I just feel like he... Uh, I, I I can hear him too well. You like, like him being he talks inaudible. Too loud. Yeah, I agree. It's because like this is young. Seagal. I think like he doesn't strike the balance. Like he's too, yeah. too too vocal in this one. Can we talk about how after he blows up a fire with fire and solves everything, he goes to the local bar where the oil rig workers that he just saved are picking on a Native American man, and yeah. he proceeds to like murder all. Of them. I think he literally just. Like and the bar, like the bar owners are so upset. He's like, "Nah, not again." He's breaking shit. I think he like pretty much murders twenty five people in there. Does he even get touched during that scene? Nope. No, no. Uh, and then he plays the the slap hands game with the bully. Yeah, and he just and absolutely beats the just shit. gives him two punches, and then it essentially just destroys him. And then he gives him that excellent quote, Shane. Brian, 
What is the essence of a man? How do you change the essence of a man? I think it's by punching him in the sternum. He answers him. He's like, time. We need time. It's a very touching scene. It's actually the answer. It was kind of like so weird and off-putting. It was. But like, I kind of liked it, I guess. So Mike, you asked. That guy in the bar that plays slap hands. I've seen him from in a lot of shit. He's in 245 movies. Man. I didn't want to look through all of them, but I could tell you this. He's the fat guy who sits in the van in Dumber and Dumber. You mean Dumb and Dumber? Dumber and Dumber? (laughs) I think that's the sequel. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's the first one, Dumb and Dumber. He's the one who they accidentally poisoned him at the burger joint. Yeah, you're right. That's him. So, yeah. But let's talk about this. Let's talk about how this whole movie was made so Seagal could, one, get filleted by everyone, and two, uh, give an environmental message. Now, Brian, I told you before that I thought he had filmed 20 minutes worth of environmental footage, and he wanted to include it all. I I just scrolled on our local IMDb page here, and it says producer and director Steven Seagal filmed almost 40 minutes of footage for the environmental message at the end of the movie and planned to use all of it in the final cut. He's he's literally a psycho. After pressure from Warner Brothers and a disastrous preview screening where where audience members booed and made obscene gestures... Seagal cut the movie down to about 11 minutes. It is like a passion project for him on... (laughs) What a fucking gangster. What a scene. What a Uh, G. I think it was. As everything explodes and he stands still with the detonator, unfazed by the fire around him. I do respect, though, that Michael Caine also was unfazed by the fire. Also, why are they putting the water oil out with water now? This whole scene just confused the shit out of me. Look, I'm going to be honest. This movie, at face value, if you're not a Seagal fan, is literal garbage. Yeah. But I fucking yeah. love this movie. I agree. Movie. Well, I think he does murder. Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen him murder as many people he does in this movie. He literally kills insane. When he, when he goes into the oil rig at the end of the movie, the Aegis one, and he just reeks and destroys and just absolutely... He actually does blow up the entire complex. He kills probably hundreds of people. But and I also don't understand how he'll get away with this because they said the FBI was also there. So he murdered mercenaries, the FBI, technically innocent lawyers and plant directors. And like, is he just, are they just going to give the land to the natives and be like, Seagal's a hero? He, like, Which he was because he actually did the meeting. They're the like, end. not only that, you you literally did this. We need to give you a... 40 a 40 minute presser on I know. on all things environmentalism and, and, and oil refineries that P, that PSA at the end on fucking oil and the dangers it has in the environment and the native lands was wild I've never seen a movie end like that before no on a, and, fucking... but a movie that just doesn't have that tone either no where where are they Alaska, Alaska. they actually uh, are they actually did film in Alaska on location yeah. huh so awesome. one thing I will also bring up is he saves the environment by blowing up most of the environment. environment yeah. Like he blows up mountains. Yep. He blows up an oil rig, which obviously is going to kill multiple birds and fish. Yep. <laughs> oh that, yeah. No, a hundred percent. That smoke is going to, that'll never leave. No. We He's just pretty much destroyed the entire ecosystem of Alaska. Yeah. Uh, but I know, I know, like the big thing at, right after the scene where, like, he so he's actively is looking into to 
what they're doing with Aegis yes, One, what Michael Caine is doing. Because what the guy, what was his name? Um, the old guy, Hugh. 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 He um, he told them the the parts were faulty. They did this. He please. He, I beg you, Forrest, which ironically, the guy's name is Forrest. It is. He, but he, he, he's he, looking he, into it He more. grabs their file, and yeah. he, they know that he had access to it. Like, John C. McGinley calls it out. Yeah. And John C. McGinley wants to take him out as well as take out Hugh. And Michael C. Kane is like, Michael C. Kane. Michael Kane. <laughs> Michael Kane. He's like, you're going to focus first on Hugh, then you'll deal with Forrest afterwards. Yeah. Forrest is basically he's like, hey, I'm looking into your shit. Looked up your file. This shit is shady. Yeah. And they go and they take out Hugh first. They torture that they poor They tie woman. him up and they fuck what him they, up. they cut his fucking... They're like breaking his finger. Finger, yeah. With like... He does leave a parting gift, though. He leaves that floppy disc. Yes. For Seagal. For Seagal, yeah. And that doesn't actually come into play until like... Towards the end of the movie. Like, it's a while in between. Because their way of taking out Forrest is they're like... We got we got a gas leak. You got to solve this for us. Yes. And they send him into the building, and he sees Hugh's dead body, yeah, and then it blows up. Blow him up. Just, I love it. He sees Hugh's dead body, and there's dynamite everywhere. And he escapes this did like you, a champ, though. Did you oh, see yes. though when it blows up? Oh, the fucking body that yes. flies. Oh yes, because he. <laughs> oh my god. I love this scene. He he starts running out when he sees this stuff. And the fire, like, literally launches his body into outer space. <laughs> it's, like, it, it, it's, it's fucking nuts. You can't even make it up. No, like, you need to see that because I don't even, it, like, it wasn't even like it, it was a dummy, but it wasn't. Like, what was that? It's like, like some good man shit. Yeah. Like, it's fucking wild. I love it. But he walks away unscathed. He does. It's like, so sick. Doesn't he get. He he gets nurtured though by the natives. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, Josie taken, Packard yeah. and the natives. Uh, I was surprised he didn't like do anything with a young and impressionable Josie Packard. Okay, so I think this is before Seagal got into like creepy Seagal. Creepy Seagal. Like I think this is like I have a Hollywood career I need to maintain. I'm not just gonna grope the the small. This might have started it, woman. Oh, so, what, what do you got over there, bud? Hershey's Twizzlers. They're not mine. Good move. Good move. So you're just eating eating Caitlin's Twizzlers. Mm -hmm. You know what? We're going to make a stand here. Shane, how dare you? Mike, you never just ate someone else's food before? I mean, all the time, but... Mike, I can't even rip it off. Yeah, they're stuck together. Yeah, this is kind of sick. So, I think it's the Inuit tribe, actually. It is. It is the Inuits. And their chief talks to him, and he doesn't know if he's a bear or he's a man, and he makes that very clear. Oh, my God. That scene is actually wild. But they do nurse him back to health, and he does... <laughs> Not want to get them hurt by Michael mm -hmm. Caine. So he tries to leave in the middle of the night and steal their stuff. But I think he's unable to do that. I forgot what happens. Does he get hurt or something? He's un And they, they catch, catch him. him. They catch him. And he goes, well, if you're well enough he, to steal. He gets mauled by dogs. He gets yeah, bitten by the wolf dogs. If you're good, you're healthy enough to steal, you're healthy enough to, to be on your own and mm -hmm. travel. And he's ready, to, he's ready to leave. And he does. But Johnson McGinley still goes there searching and somehow just shoots the guy. Shoots the chief. Which, honestly. It is a parting gift. He just shoots him. There's no way this wouldn't lead to just them winning the, the oil rig now. Oh, from, yeah. Like the, oh, yeah. He'd also be cursed for eternity. Mm -hmm. 
It'd be cursed 100%. I also yeah. think they would... I know they had a couple of guys with guns drawn, but there were so many more natives, I feel like they would have went after them. 100%. Oh, But they can't go after him because Seagal has to save the day. Of course, he's the hero. You don't know that. So this leads to... Well, Josie Packard leaves with Seagal because they're going to Hughes' house because they got to find the guns and the information. They get there. There's mercenaries everywhere. I'm a mercenary. Mm-hmm. Well, they hired Ermi. They hired the crew. Mm-hmm. They've done the research. They're scouting. They're getting the intel. And they have really stockpiled everybody into this rig. They're not letting him get on the compound. I do like the uh, Predator 4 scene where he sets up traps for all the mercenaries. Well, it takes half of them out. That's what I was going to say, because that was the scene I was going to. Because it starts at Hughes' house. Yeah. Where he gets his, his, his weaponry and guns. And that's where he kills Otto. Yes. Which is another interesting fact. You know us. You know our podcast. You know we love IMDb facts. There's an interesting one in here. I want to see if I can find real quick. Are you asking Brian for one of those? Yeah, I see you guys eating, and I feel like I need to partake. Okay. I'm going to read this word for word. Read it. Because it's. I actually find this so fascinating. You can reach there. Okay. When <laughs> Danish stuntman actor Stephen Ol Thorson met producer and director Steven Seagal on set, Seagal asked Thorson to kick him to show what Thorson was capable of. <laughs> Thorson hesitantly kicked Seagal, who caught his leg and threw him to the ground. Seagal asked Thorson to kick him again, giving it his best shot. Thorson kicked Seagal as fast and hard as he could, and Seagal fell to the ground. When shooting a scene together a day or two later, Seagal hit Thorson in the throat, leaving Thorson unconscious for three or four seconds. It looks so realistic that Seagal decided to leave that character, Otto, leaving him that he had died in that scene and cut the remaining scenes from the movie that he was in. Wild. Because he was so proud of his throat chop. And that he knocked him unconscious in the fight in the house that he cut the rest of that guy's scenes out and left him dead there. So you're telling me he's a bad guy. Seagal? Oh, we've been saying that for a very long time. <laughs> why, do we like, why do we like this guy? <laughs> uh, because of like this. Like when he is just... Like, he's the perfect bad movie star. Like, he's... You're a big man! <laughs> like, I've never... Like, there's action stars like, you know, like uh, what is Sylvester this? Stallone, Chuck or Arnold, Chuck Norris. They, like... What is this shit? He's just... I've never seen someone so full of themselves. It's pulverizing, for sure. It's just fascinating. And his hair is so real. You think he dies? Bro, he's not Spo. Spo dies for sure. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. So I need to mention that. That's and then, wild. but from that scene where he kills Otto in the house, he then starts doing the predator scene, which you could talk about, or you, whoever wants to take this, because it, it is wild. He just starts setting up traps. And I know the one guy, he's like, what, a Cub Scout make this trap? And then he literally falls into the next trap. And like, he takes out like four mercenaries just by the traps alone to get out of the forest area. Yeah. And this is what I was talking about. He plants C4 everywhere. So he's constantly just blowing up innocent animals and trees. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then just he's taking like, down the rainforest. He's going to start his own forest fire. Yeah. Right. And then he's just like, uh, oil is bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're calling him a hypocrite is what you're doing. Well, in the movie, yeah. <laughs> I just didn't know this, this was like so a, funny. Was this like a Steven Seagal directed and produced this? So I feel like he had intent to put that message out there. hundred percent. Like Forty minutes. So what was he? Just like some real big environmentalist in the mid nineties? No, I think he's just so fake. <laughs> Did you try to like really like just have like a 
a, a message, a strong message yes. put in a movie. Yeah, that's uh. all it. I just think Seagal is just, he's not a real person. <laughs> and I would to. love to talk to him in real life. <laughs> <laughs> like, current day? I'd like to talk to him back. Like I want any time a day. Like, I mean, granted, he weighs like 700 pounds now. But oh, man. He does, though. He's wild. All right, let's 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 talk about the ending. Let's talk about this whole oil refinery scene where the FBI has been called. The mercenaries yeah. are there. And he takes everybody out by himself and Josie Packard, who just follows behind him. Yep. She really? doesn't do a single thing. Well, but he kills everyone. Well, she's learning from the best. Do you know what's sick, too, about the scene? Arlie Emer- Emery gets him. Where he could easily have just killed him. That that that, that seemed kind of like if nothing, if if him getting launched into outer space from the explosion didn't do it, this scene did. When a, a cold blooded mercenary who was brought in, who's one of the best in Angola and all these places that yep. Michael Caine said, brings him in. He has a chance to blow his fucking brains out for seconds, and ends up getting his gun taken from him and shot himself. Absurd. Absurd. Bicycle. It's fucking wild. Doesn't he like fucking? What does he do to McGinley? He, he throws him into the, the helicopter him, propeller. Right? Yeah, that was crazy. McGinley just like tried to beg, and then he like threw a punch and then missed, and because you know Seagal's not getting touched. Yeah, he can't get touched. Does Seagal actually ever get hit in this movie? No, I don't think he does. I'm right? I'm telling you, he doesn't get hit in any movie. No, his stunt double got hit in the one with uh, Mike Tyson. Oh right, yeah, classic scene by the way. The only good scene in that entire How does he get rid of uh, Michael Caine? Oh, he drops him off of the ledge into the oil. Yeah. Where he clearly drowns because I don't think you can swim in oil. Yeah, I know. Well, it's like too gelatinous. Yeah, Yeah, no. I think you sink in oil. Mm -hmm. And plus you get some of that shit down your throat. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. You don't fuck with oil. (laughs) <laughs> he's filming a commercial here. Get these fucking animals away from <laughs> me. He's funny. Like he's just like Michael talking, Caine is a like, great villain. That. Yeah, he he does. He's just a general piece of shit, and he's so good at it. I love it. He's wearing a trench coat too. He's looking good. Michael Caine's a very underrated actor of our our day. Yeah, sir. Yeah, sir. Sir, sir Michael. He's, he's been knighted, dude. He's so good. Quick question: Who's a better John C? Is it McGinley or Riley? Riley? Who do you? Which would you That's prefer? Tough. It is. Because you're a big Scrubs guy. Well, that's the that. thing. They both have their their strengths. Like John C was more for the, John C. McKinley was more for TV shows. He's so fucking good in Scrubs, dude. But John C. Riley, to be fair, like his comedies were good for a while, like Step Brothers and stuff. Yeah. But his serious roles, like when really he was good. in Magnolia and stuff like that, I also thought were very good. Boogie Nights. Boogie, Boogie's great in Boogie Nights. Yeah. So yeah, they're both really good in their respective. Yeah, I, I like both of them. I like so. them both. I'm not going to choose. I won't do it. Perfect. So let's talk about now this. The absolute fucking wild ending. Ending to this movie. So he's just giving a speech, right? At the very end to the the Inuits. Oh, yeah. Well, they they blow up the oil rig. Yeah. Essentially him and Josie Packard. Um, There's no sex scene with her, which was surprising. Shocking. Seeing as she was much younger than him. Well, actually, he was young, but she was definitely younger. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Seagal in this movie was probably 40. Yeah, probably. Bro. So Seagal, well, I don't know if you know this, Seagal life. started his movie career very late. I think Seagal in his first movie was like 33-ish. Damn. Yeah, because he originally was like a dojo owner. 
I'm not even kidding. When <laughs> that I say makes that. so much sense. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, after that, literally flash to uh, him. I think the the that rig or whatever is yep. going to go to the the native. Yep, guy. the natives, the female lawyer. That was wild. Who, while trying to escape. For some reason, just drives her car directly into a flammable tank. But did you see how that scene was shot? That scene was it, so bad. It, like, like they don't even show the car hitting before you see her face bloody. bloody and yeah. It's <laughs> wild. Yeah, it's a, it's a rough scene. But yeah, she does die. She was just so irrelevant. There was really no reason to bring yeah. her up. Yeah, so Seagal, we're going to literally watch seven to ten minutes of just the environment and fish, like, Stock footage of yeah, uh, fish dying, polar bears and shit. Yeah, this was way too long and annoying, and I really wish it wasn't in the movie. Me either. Maybe, but, maybe like a minute. But I also love that it was in the movie. You know what? I wish the fucking 40-minute version was out there. <laughs> I would have been fucking... <laughs> no, seriously, I would have been I so pissed been at that. I would have been so fucking dead. Brian would have been asleep three been, times. I would have yeah. been unconscious. Not by a, a, a fucking throat chop. Yeah. <laughs> IPS. Like, can I just like throat chop you to end this episode? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. All right. We gotta say if we're gonna recommend it. I think. Who knows? Oh, this two, one should be obvious. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is actually one. To be fair, in terms of a movie, this is probably the best Seagal movie yeah. we've watched. Agreed. Uh, I do think that there's it, it's. There's a, there's like some ebbs and flows, but it, it is a pretty entertaining movie. I think the performances are strong from everybody besides Steven Seagal. <laughs> I think, and I think the, if the I just wish the PSA wasn't in it, yeah. man. And that's the that is a reduced version because that kind of takes you out of it because it feels long. If it was, I couldn't a, believe it like was ten minutes. Done, yeah. It felt long. Jeez. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like Miss McGinley. Uh, Emery, uh, Michael Caine, all fantastic. Seagal is horrible, but it is the right horrible. Like, yeah, right. it's the horrible you just come like, to expect. He's just like, I am the best, and everyone must bow to me, kind of like, and I fucking love it. So yeah, this we're gonna just keep doing Seagal. He's a treasure he chest of bad movies. Yeah, he's special. We love Seagal. We I owe do. him like a big. He gives us a lot of content. He's that's amazing. For sure. He's amazing. Yeah, he's awesome. We love him. Alrighty. But next week... What do we got next week? We're going to do a sequel. Yeah. We don't do sequels often on this podcast. Just kidding. We do them all the time. All, literally, all, so, literally all the time. So we're going to finish up a, a, a series. We're going we're gonna to return to the woods. And I'm going to tell you we're not, we're, we're not going to fucking them. No. We're not fucking in the woods. die. Because you die. That's why we're going to read Don't Fuck in the Woods too. Yep. Which should have probably been called Don't Fuck in the Woods again. Yeah. Kind of would have made yeah. it would have been a clever title. But yeah, you're really smart. I'm really honored to work with you. Thank you. But yeah, so <laughs> next week, don't fuck in the woods too. I don't hope you like it. fucking and tits because it's in this movie. Yep. Like fucking tits or fucking and tits. Oh, who doesn't love fucking tits? The movie's wild. Oh, it's wild. We got wild guys. Come yeah. get come get wild. Thefinalpodcast.com for all of our reviews and all of our content. We are so excited to review this one next week. I think there are going to make a third one, yes. but uh, yeah, it's it's definitely was, uh, exciting. So we'll talk that next week. We'll see you next Friday and There's Monday, of course, for the A Show, the, the actual podcast. podcast. See you next week. Bye.